0: Hi, this is Keith Payne It's CBD Perform and welcome to the CBD Perform podcast. Now in this podcast series, um, we will be discussing everything CBD from the history of CBD... And how CBD can p- support people for, um, you know, some of the main conditions and ailments that they potentially have, which is things like um, stress and anxiety, um, sleeping disorders, and improving sleep quality, and also pain, and using CBD as an analgesic potentially as well. So there's many benefits, and we're going to be discussing the pros and cons, and whether it can potentially work or not work and really be as educational and informative as we can. Now, um, if you want to find out more information about the CBD Perform products and the range of products that we supply, which covers edibles, it covers CDB, uh, CBD oils, CBD cosmetics, CBD topicals, creams and rubs, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk. That's www.cbdperform.co.uk. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy the CBD podcast series. Um, and without further further ado we're going to get straight into it so I hope you enjoy today's session and thank you for tuning in and please enjoy. We are going to be moving on to a slightly different area and we're going to be looking at cannabinoids and the immune system itself. Um, As we um, sort of discuss and go through this We're going to make sure that we have an understanding of the immune system cells and their functions. We're going to really try and appreciate the lymphatic system's role in in our bodies. Um, We're going to understand how the endocannabinoid um, influences the immune system itself. Um, We're going to develop familiarity with autoimmunity. We're going to understand how cannabinoids can be used in multiple sclerosis and we are also going to know what chronic fatigue syndrome is and the difficulties associated with um, its management. And we're also going to be aware of some research regarding the use of cannabinoids and HIV and AIDS. So quite a bit to um, cover off in there. But again, really, really interesting area when we look at you know the use of CBD and cannabinoids um, within this particular area. And certainly an area that I would like to continue to develop my knowledge in as well. Now, um, just before we go into that, I'm just going to say that should you um, require any information about the CBD Perform products, if you just go to our website, which is cbd.co.uk, so it's www.cbd.co.uk, um, and you will get the information for the website um, there. And without further ado, we'll just go straight into um, the immune system. Um, just quickly going to check, make sure that we are recording okay, which we are perfect. Okay, now. Um, Looking at our immune system, our actual immune system itself, I mean, what an incredible job our immune system does. Um, I mean, it protects us from microbes and substances which could otherwise cause us a lot of harm. For lucky, most of us only ever experience minor infections, which our body will fight off um, in a timely manner. But some people find that imbalances within their immune system it can lead to more serious issues, such as recurrent infections, inappropriate responses to antigens, which can result in allergies or autoimmunity or the immune system itself may become the target of um, a disease. So we're going to look at um, the the proposed impact that the cannabis and cannabinoids have on our immune system itself. But before that, it's worth spending some time um, appreciating the incredible and complex system that it actually is. Our immune system grows with us as we age, Um, it learns, it adapts, and it's constantly working busily away in the background to ensure a clean, safe environment, in which our cells can thrive, Um, it's an amazing thing for us, but yet another area which features cannabinoid receptors, meaning the cannabis plant and its cannabinoids, have the potential to do a lot of good in this area. But first, let's take a closer look at the very strands within um, our immune system itself. Now, first thing we're gonna look at is non-specific immunity. So the structures and cells that are involved in non-specific immunity, Take on a blanket approach in that they don't target one particular microbe or substance. They provide a more general protective activity. A prime example would be um, like a skin, which physically protects our internal environment for any substance, particle, or microbe um, that may try to enter it. So the skin's keratinocytes um, produce interferons to protect us from viruses and it's Langerhans cells deal with any potential microbes or debris that have penetrated deeper into the skin. Um, Maintaining the integrity of the skin is therefore really, really important, and CBD oil creams and lotions are becoming more popular for that specific purpose. So our mucous membranes um, within the body are also an important part of our non-specific immunity. Um, Like the skin, they act as a barrier, and their sticky mucus captures microbes and other debris trying to protect us by stopping this from penetrating deeper into the lungs. Um, Usually tenacious mucons become a liquid when heated, so that when our body temperature increases during a fever, the mucus liquefies and then it starts to run freely from the body thereby expelling trapped microbes from um, the body. This is one of the many reasons why a mild to moderate fever is best left to run its course as as it serves as an important immune function and it basically ridding ridding the body of the infecting microbe itself. Our tears are another example of non-specific immunity. They flush out any particular um, particles or microbes that have landed on, for instance, the eye. Tears contain lysozyme, um, which is a superb disinfectant and it's found in earwax as well. Therefore, both ears and earwax physically trap and chemically combat microbes and then try to expel them from the body. Amazing. Vomiting, defecating, coughing and sneezing all serve um, as a form of non-specific immunity too, because they all help us rid our body of the microbes and harmful substances. In the stomach area, Hydrochloric acid attempts to destroy potentially harmful microbes or substances as well. Macrophages are a type of white blood cell which carry out non specific phagocystosis, um, to say that again, phagocystosis, on a number of particles and microbes. Um, they congregate in vast numbers in areas where microbes or debris are likely to enter the body. So, for example, such as in a throat, um, they collect, collect in the tonsils and the liver um, sinusoids. Macrophages and sinusoids are called cup for cells, and also in our alveoli and the, the, the lungs, the lung area as well. So macrophages can change shape so as to physically engulf whatever it is they've identified as a potential threat. Um, they basically seal it off um, and com- completely, and then digest it. Um, Neutrophils are another type of white blood cell that can carry out um, phagocystosis as well. Now, if we look at specific immunity, um, our immune systems can co- also co- coordinate a more targeted response to p- specific unwanted um, visitors in our body. The specific immunity involves white blood cells called lymph- lymphocytes. Um, there are two types of lymphocytes, B cells, which are made and matured in the red bone marrow, and T cells, which are made in the red bone marrow and matured in the thymus um, within our bodies. Each lymphocyte um, is active against one specific antigen. An antigen is a marker found on a microbe, particle or toxin. Lymphocytes have receptors for such antigens and when they encounter a microbe, um, a toxin or a particle, um, a particle bearing the antigen which fits its specific receptor, so it's basically like a key in a lock, um, the lymphocyte becomes activated. The body responds to this activation um, and responds. We're often aware of that response and experience effects such as like we we'll get high fever or we can like feel fatigued or symptoms such as rashes, spots, sneezing, coughing or vomiting. Um, once activated, B cells and T cells differentiate and to non- into both affect cells, so that's the ones which start dealing with the presenting issue and also memory cells which allow for a much quicker response to future exposures to the same antigen. It's amazing when you think about it, um, you know, when you're learning these things, that all of this is going on in the background and it's all automated. Um, We don't even need to think about it, it just happens. And it makes us remember how amazing the human body is. Effective effective B cells make immunoglobulins and antibodies. Antibodies are synthesized protein molecules that have been built to bind specifically to the antigen that triggered the B-cell that made it. These antibodies bind to the antigen on the microbe or foreign body, rendering it more vulnerable to the actions of other immune cells. Effective T-cells are divided into killer cells, which directly attack antigens, and helper cells, which support the activity of B-cells by um, secreting interleukins. Inherited, um, we're going to look at inherited and natural acquired act of immunity now as well. So just get a quick sip of coffee. Um, okay, inherited immunity is that which we are born with and we have in our genes um, and our parents and grandparents to, to thank for it. This occurred as we evolved in our own environment with immunity passed down through um, families. So currently Um, We achieve acquired immunity naturally and artificially. Naturally acquired immunity occurs when our body responds to an antigen and produces antibodies against it. Um, At the same time producing memory cells um, which remember that antigen. When we're exposed to that antigen again, the memory cells rapidly kill the invader and we don't develop the illness. We've got an immunity to it. Another method of naturally acquired immunity is through antibodies present in breast milk. And before then, by way of the placenta, which is passively acquired, um, it's called passively acquired natural immunity. We require um, we acquire artificial um, immunity by way of vaccinations and immunizations. So a vaccine delivers like a small measured quantity of the pathogenic particles, so the immune um, immune system response is triggered without the development of the actual disease and immunisation um, introduces an amount of artificially produced antibodies into the bloodstream, and this infers short-term um, immunity. If we then look at um, inflammation, in response to infection or damage in tissue, the immune system launches into action with an inflammatory response. um, um arise first, followed by granulocytes, and both release chemicals such as prostaglandins, and histamine, which continue the inflammatory response. Local capillaries dilate um, and increase in permeability, which allows more blood um, to come to the area and to allow the acts necessary cells and substances needed to repair the damage or to fight the infection to easily move out of the blood and into the damaged or infected areas. Also means more fluid leaks out of the capillaries, diluting the toxins present, thus reducing the risk of irritation. The tissue therefore swells due to the extra fluid. Um, the swelling itself serves a purpose by helping contain the infection itself, um, and discouraging, uh, discouraging it from ra- readily spreading to other areas of the body. Um, the fluid in the tissue is turned into a gel by clotting factors and that accentuates um, the infection-trapping action. And so again, another amazing process that the body's involved in. Um, knowing, no, knowing this um, physiology, it can help you understand why the signs of inflammation are, um, first of all, swelling, so due to the fluid leaking into tissues from um, the capillaries. Um, heat, so due to the influx of blood and the activity um, that's actually going on within that area. The redness, which is due to the influx of blood. Um, Pain, which is due to the squashing of nerve endings by the swelling in the um, tissue area itself. And also loss of function, which is due to the swelling and the um, pain. And um, again, just go over swelling again. It's due, Swelling is due to the fluid leaking into the tissues from the um, capillaries. So by, by the, that mechanism and in combination with our white blood cells, hopefully any infection is kept under control and tissue repair can actually begin. Many phagocystic um, f- 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 white blood cells um, enter the area and start cleaning up the debris. Um, neutroph- uh, neutrophils, then uh, basophils, then macrophages undertake this duty. When the tissue has been thoroughly tidied up, the white blood cells um, they leave and we then enter a period of resolution. So in some cases resolution isn't achieved and we see long-term chronic inflammation. Um, so if you think of things like arthritis, eczema, asthma, those would be um, examples of that. Now, if we also um, think about the lymphatic system, for some people the lymphatic system is something of an enigma. We're not really aware of it, or at least we don't always realise that a symptom we feel is linked to this important network. Just like a circulatory system... It's composed of a series of um, vessels of varying sizes. But as, as we'll discover, there's a unique features um, that we've not seen within the circulatory system. So we've got the, um, and again, after this, if you do a quick Google just on it, you'll get a like a diagram of the system itself. It's probably worth doing that as well. But um, in this area, we have the cervical lymph nodes. Um, we've got the lymphatics of the mammary gland, which is quite central within our area. We've got the cisterna chile which again is quite centrally located, um, we've got the lumbar lymph nodes again quite um, centrally located within our body, we've got pe- pelvic lymph nodes again um, in the pelvis area within the body, we've got the thoracic um, duct which is just on, at the bottom of our throats, we've got the thymus which is in the centre of our chest and we've got the axillary lymph nodes um, which is over on the left hand side of our body here um, we've got the spleen which is just underneath that in this area. We've got the lymphatics of the um, upper limbs as well, so that would be roughly in our elbow area. And we've got the ingu- inguinal lymph nodes um, which is just underneath uh, sorry, just above our um sorry just underneath our pelvic area. Um, in the body as well. So it's worth having a look at that um, lymphatic system. And the lymphatic system can be considered um, the sort of dra- drainage system of our body. We can liken them to drainage ditches in a field where our tissues are the fields and the lymphatic vessels are the ditches, channelling away the fluid and preventing um, bogginess. Lymphatic ditches start within the tissue as tiny tiny capillaries and they become increasingly large passing through the lymph nodes and ultimately emptying into the systematic circulation via the subclavian veins. Um, they're highly permeable um, so as a, to allow for easy uptake of interstitial fluid. Lymphatic lymphatic capillaries snake into tissue spaces and drain away interstitial fluid um, into which cells empty their waste products. Once that fluid is within a lymphatic vessel, it becomes known as lymph. Lymph contains molecules that are too large to enter the blood through blood vessel walls, like proteins. And if there has been a cellular repair occurring within the body, the lymph might contain um, pus or dead cells, bacteria, or even cancerous cells, all taken up from the instestinal fluid, and um, the, the, the nodes will help to filter out and deal with this debris, so that ultimately they won't end up um, in the bloodstream. So when um, fats are broken down into the digestive tract, they enter lymphatic ducts called lacteal, which then turn the lymph um, um like a milky color. Now lymph moves slowly through the vessel because the lymphatic system doesn't have um, the heart as a pump, um, so it's not the same as the the cardiovascular system does. Instead, it relies upon the squeezing action of muscles, so the more we walk and move around, the more we promote our lymphatic circulation. Um, An issue with lymphatic vessels is suspected when we detect bogginess um, in a tissue, an accumulation of fluid known as oedema. Lymphatic vessels have a good capacity for regrowth into an undersupplied area. So if lymph vessels have become damaged or blocked, drainage will be resumed in time once these new vessels grow. So commonly lymph nodes are referred to as glands and when we become aware of them when, um, when they swell up um, which can often be quite painful um, during an illness. Hundreds of these sort of tiny bead shaped nodes are scattered right around the body and sometimes they're grouped together um, in little clusters such as in your groin area, behind your knees, and they can be in your armpits and in your neck and with each little node is a lymphoid tissue um, with reticular fibres in them and connective tissue and many lymphocytes. So lymphatic vessels enter a node at one end and the lymph is filtered through the fibrous lymphatic tissue. Um, lymphocytes engulf cell fragments, microbes, cancerous cells and other foreign bodies themselves. Um, if the lymphocytes find a particular particle that they can't actually break down. It's stored within the node to stop it from being, um, moving around loose in the actual body itself. So that's part one um, of this module seven um, within the CBD Perform um, vlog. Um, I hope you enjoyed that particular um, piece of the vlog itself. And remember, if you want to find anything else about the CBD Perform products, if you just go to our website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, that's www.cbdperform.uk and like I say that's it for this lesson so thanks for listening and we'll see you in lesson 2 of module 7 thanks very much, bye Hi, this is Keith Payne at CBD Perform. Um, thank you so much for listening into today's session. Really do hope that you have found it interesting and informative. If you would like to discover more information about CBD Perform products, um, please visit the website, which is www.cbdperform.co.uk, where you will find more information on the CBD range of oils, um, our CBD range of edibles, our range of cosmetic products which includes uh, creams, um, lip balms, um, bath bombs, all CBD products that will be very very useful and help people with either um, supporting the pain management or supporting um, anxiety and stress or supporting improved sleep you will find lots of really good information on the website and um, you'll also find a blog there which is really informative and also really useful information about cbd dosages and where to start so the website address is www.cbdperform.co.uk and once again thank you so much for listening in and we'll look forward to seeing you in our next session so take care for now and um, all the best thank you bye